I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Klopp versus Mourinho. Different ways to win. By Trevor Downey. Where do you stand on crest pointing and badge kissing? I only ask because of the mixture of amusement and irritation I felt watching Jose Mourinho leaving the Old Trafford pitch yesterday. The professionally sullen gilet fancier was pulling one of those teenage girl Instagram selfie faces, was pointing very exactly with his right index finger to the Aeon logo beneath the Manchester United badge. It was, at best an unintentionally hilarious comment on the rampant commercialization of the modern game, and at worst, a tacit admission of the Manx having sold their soul to the devil at some dusty crossroads, marked only by the incongruous presence of a looming insurance company building. Probably the only real way to assess the acceptability of this type of behavior is to ask one simple question. How earnest is it? The true answer will probably be in direct proportion to the amount of time and the amount of genuine affection the pointer or kisser has for the crest that they're worrying. When Gary Neville clawed at the Manc badge on his shirt after a late win at Anfield, it was galling for LFC fans, but acceptable under the above criterion. To see the sour Portuguese currying favour in that way is harder to stomach. On a day when Jurgen Klopp was forced to answer questions about the appropriateness of his players' overt expression of joy at going back to third in the table, the media, led by sycophantic cheerleaders like Martin Makeda Tyler and the comically obsequious Duncan Castles, seemed to think that Marino's display of self-serving tribute was just fine. This, despite the fact that in his brief few months at the club, the tantrum specialist has criticised his own players, his own fans, and anyone else that has dared to question the perfection of his approach to management. At any rate, having finally dispensed with the much-vaunted stat about how Liverpool had never managed to defeat a Tony Pulis side away from Anfield, Jurgen Klopp was understandably gleeful. The aforementioned Neville was apparently giggling to himself at the frankness of the Germans' post-match interview on Sky. With his disarming emotional openness, Klopp, despite a shared fondness for padded gilets, is almost the antithesis of his United counterpart. And yet, he is quite capable of sneaking in a hidden barb. He was definitely enjoying this win a little more due to the fact that it was Pulis who'd been defeated. The Welshman had said that it would probably be a set-piece battle between two tall teams, and Klopp reveled in pointing out that his side had tried to keep the ball on the deck and still won with a set-piece. It was, he said, 
a perfect result. As to the charge of over-celebrating, the manager was quick to defend his charges. I don't think we did crazy things, but yes, we're very happy, he beamed. There were only three points today. We had 63 before we came here, now 66. And that's a wonderful number for the next six or seven days. And then we want to have 69. I really thought that the boys were in a really difficult game, in not the easiest situation, but they did really well. He wasn't finished extending the protective arm there, however. After a universal pasting from Liverpool fans for his comparatively headless and utterly true-to-form cameo on Sunday, Alberto Moreno will have been justifiably red-eared as he travelled back to Liverpool. Following a nifty bit of pressing and a driving run, the Spaniard elected to ignore better-placed teammates who were onside on his right and shoot into a net Ben Foster had abandoned. He missed. It was possibly the most Moreno moment ever. Klopp was having none of the criticism. I told him after the game, I know everyone thinks you can play in Daniel Sturge, but actually he would have been offside. Maybe there was another option that I didn't see, I'd have to watch it again, but it's completely normal in a situation like this. You think you have to do this. He had a difficult few weeks, but last week was really good, and he deserved a few minutes. It was only a few minutes, but that's good. He's a good boy, really. I would have been happy for him, actually, if he'd scored this goal. But there was excitement until the end, which is pretty much always the way it is when we're involved. It is now a feature of most interviews with the Red Scaffer to hear him speak about how everything at Liverpool is done the hard way, with the maximum theatricality. I think I can safely say I speak for most Liverpool fans when I say I'd be perfectly content to eschew the excitement for a couple of seasons in favour of a few years of cripplingly boring league victories and perfunctory cup wins. But Klopp seems to be partially traumatised by the absurd amount of drama that has seemed to reside permanently around Anfield and environs during his brief tenure. It's like a kind of Stockholm Syndrome has gripped the poor chap. For his sake, as much as anyone's, we can only hope that the resilience of the last two results is indicative of a comparatively calm few weeks to the end of the season. With Jordan Henderson and Adam Lallana close to returns, and the likes of Emery Chan getting better as the season progresses, there are grounds for hope. However, as Klopp will inevitably tell you, there can be nothing taken for granted where Liverpool are concerned. For now, he and his players are, as he would have it, on a good way. The fans of the Red Men everywhere hope that way leads to the Champions League, a raft of new superstars, and an absurd amount of gratuitous crest-pointing. Regular listeners will know that there's been quite a bit going on for me lately, so that uh, unfortunately I missed the game, the Liverpool game, live yesterday. And it was just my treat that the only match I caught live, of course, was the United match which followed it. Which meant that I was buoyed up by the result that we had, of course, but I didn't get to enjoy it live. And so you're a little bit detached then when you sit down to watch the Max play. And... It was it was beyond irritating to watch, I'll be honest. I've never seen, I haven't seen Chelsea all season be that bad since maybe they were that bad against us way back when. In fact, this was worse. This display was far worse. It was just inept and despite all the talent they had on the pitch, they couldn't translate it into anything. And I've seen uh, Man United sporting friends of mine saying, well, you know, we're that's because Jose set out his stall to stifle them and we hit them on the break and why can't you just, uh, you know, don't be so small-minded and just see what see a great result for what it is. I don't deny that. It's a fantastic win. It's absolutely fantastic, granted. Um, but it 
didn't help that Chelsea were so awful as well and that made it just harder to take and then to see the crowing of that guy at the end but this crest pointing thing with this this duck face as he was walking off the pitch <laughs> that's hard to take and um, I struggled with that and, and, and then the post-match interviews were he was asked a very simple question about you know how do you think uh, your tactics went and you know possibly it was a leading question but he didn't miss the opportunity anyway and he went on to say about how his tactics the last day were just as good and if it hadn't been for the referee doing them down they'd have beaten Chelsea as well so that's one level of how to win Another way you can win is to make your point, but maybe not be so overtly dickish about it. And that's at least what our guy does. It's not a my manager's better than your manager thing, although he is. <laughs> this is just a dignity thing, or this is just a level of pretending to have a certain amount of decency in your interactions. Everyone can tell that Klopp and Pulis detest each other, but <laughs> there was no need for that level of sort of antipathy to be shown or expressed. And it wasn't by either of them, to be fair. And uh, it was lovely to see um, Klopp so thrilled with the win. It was even more lovely that it was a set piece. That just tickled me no end. So we have a few more to go. United's unexpected win yesterday leaves us a little tenser than we'd like going into those. I think if they'd been beaten yesterday after the Arsenal result, there'd be a lot more confidence. That confidence now must take a backseat. And I don't think that's any harm, quite frankly. Keep our guys on their toes maybe minimise the introductions of Moreno. And, uh, let's see how we go between now and the end of the season. Thank you for listening to AI Audible. You can read this episode's article along with many others on AnfieldIndex.com. You can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android. And you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on AnfieldIndex.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.